Hi, I'm Harjot. <laughs> and this is Max. I said I'm Harjot. <laughs> and this is Max. Um, fine, fine. And this is this is our podcast. Oh, and this is our podcast. Have you been crying, Maxine? Yeah. Are you alone? Right in this room, but not in the condo alone. Do you believe we are alone? Uh, yeah. <laughs> I've got a stack of XXX files on my desk, and I'm ready to get <laughs> into them. I bet you that was a real part oh, of yeah. parody porn. Oh, yeah. percent. You just know somebody definitely made a porn parody called XXX Files. What do you think? Of course. What do you think both the main plot the, of that Both was? of the main leads are hella good looking. Like, wearing cute, like, but disheveled suits. They're just, uh-huh. like, out in rural, rural, rural parts of America. Do you believe at one point there is an orgy with green alien humanoid looking creatures? Are we talking about like hentai or are we talking about live action? No, live action. I feel like it's a live action. That's a big budget. <laughs> yeah. That reminds me of, have you, did you watch the Spice Girls movie when it came out? Yeah. Spice World. Yeah. Do you remember the scene where the alien grabs Melby's tit? I must have shut that out of my, like, consciousness as a You, you have homework to do. Ew, I don't like that. Ew. I mean, the whole just manufacturing of the Spice Girls is problematic. Like, scary Spice, what is she so scary? Oh, she's black. Like, <laughs> she's the black one and she's kind of assertive. Oh, scary. Problematic. And then, and then, sporty Spice. She never played any sports. Any sports. I never saw her dribble a basketball. I never saw her dunk on any on anyone. Those are are you saying she was the original? I don't have other sports. She was I don't the original. Have other sports she was the original Aunt Becky's children. <laughs> <laughs> rowing. <laughs> never saw her rowing. The the, the picture was Photoshop. Yep. Never saw her in real life doing any of those things. I think maybe Trifle. she did like a backflip or something. I think she like tumbled. Hi. Hi. What day is what it? Oh, want? it's Tuesday. It's Tuesday. <laughs> Who's this? Yes. It's Tuesday. That's that's Tuesday in British slang. Okay. Is it? No. <laughs> so it's, it's Tuesday, isn't it? Yeah, <laughs> it's Tuesday. I I have the day off. Um, in this lovely this entire well, actually this entire you. week off, and I I I love it. I'm just like I can't wait to like just be retired and just not oh have God. to work. <laughs> <laughs> I took a long, nervous sip of water as you were saying that because I am not in that place right now. No, I'm very, no. I'm like Deep lacking sleep. Yeah, oh, no. yeah. Oh, it's so funny because this was supposed to lighten up for me, um, oh. like last week and the week before that. But now it's just like Yuck. something new comes up, so I feel like I'm in a bit of a holding mm. pattern. What What's a good thing going on with you? What are you eating? You're having a snack. I was eating. Oh, this is so lame. I was eating gluten free bites. What? Ridiculously tasty, protein packed. 
So I have two flavors. One is coconut cashew and the other one is uh, dark chocolate peanut butter. Those sound really good though. Okay. They're not bad. They're not bad. I'm not judging you. You said it like I was going to. It's fine. I mean, when I say gluten-free, you know, people tend to roll their eyes. I know. But I mean, you bought them knowing they were. So why are you apologizing? <laughs> <laughs> kind of outing myself as somebody who is... It's all good. It's all good. Well, we're here. Um, we're recording on another day because the actual... The usual day we record is my birthday. And I don't want Happy to record birthday on my birthday. to you. Woo! I will be jumping out of a cake whenever that happens with a mask on and with a with a full body shield actually. Oh. oh. <laughs> a full body shield. Yeah. <laughs> so that like my body doesn't soil the insides of the cake that you were okay. then going to eat. You okay. Know? Out of respect. Okay. It it's like a like a poncho, like a rain jacket situation. <laughs> Because, you know, your your body rubbing up against cake while you're waiting in there to surprise the person gets mm. moist. And I don't want Ooh. you to... It keeps it... That's the secret to the moist cake. <laughs> so hard job in the talk. center. <laughs> Ooh, is there a moist center? <laughs> yeah. There is a moist center and it's getting moister by the minute. <laughs> Anyways, it, it, it's, it's, a, it's a Tuesday... It's, yeah, it's a, I should really stop doing that. Side note, um, what part of like just like learning in this like space of 2020 and post 2020, okay. where okay. we're being more cognizant, I've learned yeah. to stop making fun of accents, even though those accents aren't necessarily associated with like another um, with like a race or a culture that I'm not a part of. Sure. Um, specifically, I want to say I want to apologize. <laughs> I would like to use this time right now and here to apologize. Okay. Um, Read to... your iOS apolo- apology. <laughs> You know, I was working with somebody who was from England and okay. you know, she was English. And I feel like everyone found her to be such a novelty in that office at that time. Oh, okay. So like people okay. would like just out of and we thought we were all being cute. Right. We would like be like, oh, your accent's so nice. And, like fetishize her accent and then like speak back mm. to her in our like attempted. Mm. It was and it was, I realized how fucking offensive that was. Cringy. Like, that is so fucking cringy. That's I like know. us going anywhere else in the entire world and somebody trying to sound like a Canadian. That fucking sucks. <laughs> we would not be delighted by it. We'd be like, the fuck? Yeah, I was like, oh, that that's really lovely. And she'd be like, what are you doing? And I'm like, uh, I don't know. You're, I love your accent. It's like, okay, well, there's no reason Ew. to pretend that. Yeah, I know. It was gross. We we are friends. We are friends now when we, we talk about that stuff casually. And also, I, I did that. Um, I used to do that with people from Scotland and Ireland. I'm just going to, I'm putting myself on blast. Okay. Like, so the entire, um, UK, Great Britain, yeah. like the, the entire monarchy, you just like offended all of the United Kingdom at, at yeah. some point in time. And so basically, all I the kingdoms, I, yeah, you united I like, them in a, in a really bad, um, I've united them against me. Yeah. <laughs> Their common enemy is me. So I used to, you know, like even like try to talk like in an Irish accent back no. to people or Scotland, one, no. which is fucking terrible and disgusting and demeaning. And then also I learned from one of my friends at my last place that like um, at my last workplace that like it's actually like really offensive when people and this wasn't something that I did. But like, you know, when people talk about Ireland and like they do the whole potato thing, um, it was actually a really serious tragedy, like the whole potato famine. You no, know I know. Like, potato, People like, died. Yeah, yeah, I know. It was it was really 
insensitive because people put that accent on they talk about the whole like potato thing but it was like a tragedy and it, it's like you should I'm do like, that. like my mouth is agape like <laughs> Sorry. what so people were so people were like okay not just am I going to it's the punchline of, the of jokes that people make when they do those accents and they oh I'm so yeah. uncomfortable so I, I, you know, I've been learning a lot and even like with like an Australian accent, like, uh, you know, like thinking that okay. just because like a majority of the people that have that accent are white or, you know, it's not like a, a colored accent, so to speak, mm. that it's not okay to, you know, just d- don't make fun of people. Don't mock them. It's, it's not cool. It's not smart. Fair. And I apologize for having done that in the past. I was immature. I'm a different person now. So I, I just really want to get that. that off my chest. Yeah. Well, I'm I'm not the person to accept your apology. We'll just wait. Maxine, representative the <laughs> of the representative of the Philippines, is not able to um, yeah. redeem me. Note that I did open this catch up with. It's a Tuesday in it, okay. so like I'm already. The work still needs to continue. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Good for you. Okay, let's work on that. I feel so much lighter. familiar come on oh my god my airpod just fell out of my ear <laughs> i thought we solved this wait is this uh like um is this like an unsolved mysteries or what's that like, theme music opera? come on you know this I, I don't know it do it again i hope people are playing along at home and also don't people are it. screaming at you right now it's the X-Files theme music. Oh, okay. Well, I was never a big fan. Okay, so. It was a little bit too scary. <laughs> it was like next level, are you afraid of the dark? And I was already afraid of the dark. So I was like, why would I do this to my life? You're already shivering. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> my AirPod just fell out. So that just goes to show you that my whole, um, my journey with the AirPods continues. Either that or it was a paranormal occurrence. Um, anyways, mm-hmm. Maxine, yeah, I have a question for you. Do you believe okay. in aliens? Uh, yes, I do. Not in the sense of like big headed green, big big bug eye <laughs> looking aliens, but big titty ass beings that are <laughs> um, beings that are not not from our planet or universe must exist somewhere. Yeah, and not related yes. to anything the right wing agenda has against immigration either. Oh yeah, no, <laughs> no. <laughs> yes, I answered yes. Yeah. Okay. So you you basically said that you believe in them, but you don't believe mm-hmm. in them in the stereotypical ways that they've been depicted. Yeah, like very humanoid. Like God. they have legs, they have uh, arms, they have a head, they have eyes. Like I don't know, maybe they're they're made of mist. I don't maybe they're the so, size of, of my thumb i don't know maybe they are um so uh i'm gonna take you back to when i was a a, a wee young boy 
And um, I was basically obsessed. I know. I was just going to say, well, we is Scotland. Okay. I, I just... I was going to call myself out. Yeah, stop, stop. Hard job, stop. Control. When I was a little uh, young boy, um, Mm -hmm. I was obsessed with outer space. I was obsessed with the possibility of like life outside of our solar system and in the far reaches of the universe, right? Mm -hmm. And I feel like I was um, very excited to hear the news. I think, I believe this was last year, 2020 in January, or might've been just before that or after that. Um, there was the news that was released about the unidentified flying objects that were captured, um, by military personnel um, on their, their, their cameras while they were like sort of soaring through the skies. Okay. They, and they were confirmed to be unidentified flying objects and that they were not, this was not a hoax. These were real. Um, and they're like flashing lights that are moving very quickly throughout the sky. Mm. And, and, you know, like they're political and, and government people that are well aware of like actual alien life and theories around Area 51 and how <laughs> yeah. they're very secretive about, you know, what they know and what we know. Okay. So I felt, I felt um, really excited okay. to see that they were on the news in some way, shape or form. Right. And. You know, it, it's funny because I want to, the reason why I'm bringing this up is like, A, I feel like we are getting closer and closer to making contact with these beings who are outside of our direct solar system, who are quote unquote aliens. But also I find the counter argument of like why aliens might not be a reality or why they might not exist very similar to what we see in terms of like sort of like discrimination not discrimination but like white supremacy or like yeah. this like uh centricism yes like racial centricism here on earth right yes yes um, specifically in the west okay and the background that i'll give on that is like scientists know today that there are more stars in the universe than there are grains of sand on earth Right. So that's billions and trillions of stars. And our Mm -hmm. sun is a star. So some stars, most stars actually have other celestial bodies that are orbiting them. And that's essentially our solar system. So like with so many solar systems out there, so many galaxies, isn't it super narcissistic and and very like egocentric of us to think that we're the only intelligent life out in the vast universe? (laughs) I I was like, I was trying to think of the reaction you wanted. (laughs) Because the question was very like, is there supposed to be an answer? Or am I just, is it just a hypothetical? Self-centered Maxine. (laughs) I was like, what's the answer you wanted? I want to say the right thing. I guess I'm trying to say that like, if you are still somebody in 2021 with all the information that we know okay. um, and, and the analogy of what is happening here on earth where, you know, some people think that they are the, literally the center of the world and that their belief is the only correct one, okay. that we are just living on like a speck of dust when it comes mm. to how big the universe is, right? So yes. it goes to say that like, of course, there, there must be other forms of life and right. you know, because the universe is so vast, like we can't, we cannot possibly comprehend, you know, that there would be intelligent life out there. There, but to make the assumption that we are the most intelligent thing mm. in our known universe is quite problematic. Mm. And I think it goes back to, you know, some of the issues that we're working on in society today where, you know, we're trying to humble ourselves to understand that, that there's so much more experiences in our world, Fair. in our earth today that we need to be respective of that we've been blind to because we've only been concerned with our own matters. I mean, I mean, <laughs> we're a mess um, on this little <laughs> speck of sand. 
I think it is already very difficult for people in our small little world, not meaning the earth, but in our own personal day-to-day exposure to things, to Mm -hmm. uh, even have in our consciousness the experiences of others. So I think that is a, a really big ask, I think, for a lot of people to imagine living in a way that respects the potentiality <laughs> of other aliens. <laughs> yeah, that we're that we leave that are inclusive, inclusive of alien experiences. So I, I look, I look forward yeah. to that march. I look forward to that protest. I will be there, <laughs> but I, I will say it's too much, Arjun. Yeah, no, no, we're not. We're I not, hate we're to not... be a human centrist right now. <laughs> I hate to be a human centrist right now, but I'm like, girl. Listen, I'm not rolling out that galactic carpet just okay. yet. What, okay. what I'm, what I'm saying is that, like, I feel like in 2021, and I, I. I'm sorry if this offends anybody, but I feel like it's kind of ignorant Mm. to assume that we are alone when it comes to intelligent life in the Mm. universe. But maybe what what I'm trying to equate it to is that Mm -hmm. I don't care. You know what I mean? Like like somebody who's in their world struggling, trying to do their day-to-day is probably like, I don't have the emotional capacity, um, economic stability or uh, power to to make changes why give these aliens you're already starting a a, a war I, I've made a flag and everything so it, yeah no I don't, I don't think you need to sacrifice parts of your life to accommodate you know beings that we have not met yet I just mean that I feel like this might even put our issues here our mundane issues into perspective not even mundane but the stuff okay. that we're sort of like killing each other over, you know, would be put into perspective if more people had an appreciation of the fact that like we are not alone and that like we're so much more um, closer to each other than we actually think. Okay. Because we all at least ha- cohabitate on the same planet, right? So not from just a racial standpoint, but also from like a like environmental standpoint, right? Like this is our collective mm. home. There is a huge possibility that intelligent life exists elsewhere and that who knows in the coming decades we could make contact so isn't it doesn't it just make sense for us to naturally be more supportive of each other and and to put our like petty sort of like minute differences in the grand scheme of things aside i this is something that i've really been leaning into and like uh i feel like not everybody like especially in my immediate family it's like a really Mm. odd conversation to have guys there's aliens (laughs) let's talk about them right now but like it's, it's it's like it's, it's so it's, it's funny as you like, have your little tinfoil hat on yeah just like guys Th- that's the reaction that i, I met they're with, like, like okay you're, crazy. you're insane you're yeah. crazy but it's like it's probably super like realistic it's probably yeah. a, a very cut and clear reality right <laughs> you know given that they don't look mm-hmm. like they probably don't look like humanoids there's probably like maybe some do maybe some don't there's like millions of species out there some might look like floating vcrs for all we know right mm-hmm. like there's no there's no i don't Where? know why that's the example what's happening <laughs> are you okay i'm not okay send help they're tapping my phone lines like I, I want to be that empathetic friend. I'm interested in your interest, and I'm supportive of you. We need to. We need to support the. <laughs> what are you saying? <sighs> I, I take you seriously. 
And you know, there's nothing more supportive than somebody who says that right after you've exposed a part of yourself. I know. <laughs> You're I not you. alone. I see you. Yeah. Respect each other before we get what? Independence Day. Independence oh, Day as a verb. Apostrophe okay. at the end. Okay. Okay. All right. Agree. Okay, I want to hear you do five seconds of a like a fake laugh. Like if you had a guest on our show and you're like, okay, they're not really that funny, but I want to make people think it's we're having a really good time. Okay, go. <laughs> uh, do you want me to really play it up? <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> okay, so there's a late night host who's famous for having like over the top fake laughs you know who i'm talking about is it jimmy fallon yeah oh okay. i'm not surprised he always has these like semi-warm controversies but because he's never that like overly offensive he never ever has to straight on address things that happen so he had a guest who's famous i know we have a lot of millennial listeners but mm-hmm. who's famous on tiktok her name is addison ray do you know who addison ray is she's like one I, of those like i'm embarrassed that i know team. her through yeah. her association with the kardashians i don't know her for that i just know that she was like one of the we live in the two first, different worlds, Max. The first famous people on TikTok. Like when, when you yes, learn yes, about yes. the platform, there was like two famous people and one of them was Addison Rae. And right. Addison Rae is one of those like uh, teenagers. I don't know if she's a teenager anymore or an early 20s that does those like, you know, Gen Z dance things and people like mm-hmm. it. And she's pretty and, you know, lots of teenagers, I think, and, and people her age are just like, wow. I want to be like her or be her friend or whatever the reason is that she has tons and tons of followers. Okay, so he had her on his show. And you know how uh, Jimmy Fallon does these like little segments that'll sometimes be these like fun games or skits that he involves like guests with. Um, So this one was, uh, and I feel like he's done this with like Michelle Obama or something where he holds a sign and you have to like do the dance. Yeah, yeah. So he's like holding signs and like... It'll be for TikTok dances, pretty much. So I like didn't really watch except for like the clips on like Twitter and read a couple articles and like watched a portion of it, but then got bored on YouTube. Um, And so pretty much she's going through and she's doing like half a dozen of these TikTok dances, right? So great. And I'm like, I don't get it because I'm like an old person who enjoys TikTok for like mental health tips and cooking recipes so I'm like okay cool that's what the the youth uses it for fun and stuff like that um there was backlash to her well this segment um and not specifically her performance or Jimmy it was the fact that all of these dances and I'm not sure listener yes I'm not sure if um because I know there have have been stories in the past of Mm -hmm. specific TikTok dances taking off and then always being featured is one of these famous white teenage girls who are beautiful 
and um, they'll be famous and they'll be put on one of these like shows or news stories or whatever. And it's never the actual creator of the dance who's sourced. So I've re- I've known of one um, particular case that happened um, previous to, to hearing about the Addison Ray controversy. So the reason why this is big is because Jimmy Fallon is one of the most famous late night, you know, um, hosts. And he has a platform in which he has like co-stars who are black musicians. And here is a guest who is famous and she is famous for benefiting off of mostly black creators. Have to work their asses off, have to work, you know, three, four, ten times as hard to be recognized for their obvious skills, knowledge, talent, and then to just see it be appropriated and, you know, given not, so not much even just hype. appropriated, sometimes straight up stolen. Stolen, yeah. It's yeah. not people taking credit for somebody else's music style or their music video style or you know now their tiktok dances yeah you know we're, we're, we're not giving credit where credit is due right? yeah where, where other artists are kind of expected to right so it's yeah um i think yes you know the hollywood and all that like fame culture really does uh operate under the premise of like looks mm. it's wh- whatever is the whoever is the prettiest package to sell that but mm. that's also not to say that like who like who are the people who are curating what is beautiful and who is beautiful enough to sell this kind of stuff and who's going to be the face of it and i feel yeah. like that's where the problem inherently lies is because like mm. our standards for beauty and privilege of who's going to be the face of something is so fucking um racist yeah. and, and, and discriminatory right so there's yeah. that and plus like you know the audacity to want to be like the face or owner of something where i feel like a lot of the creators who you know do that work don't do yeah. it yeah the motive it's the motive right so it's the same with the i get why this person is now attached to the kardashian family name Mm -hmm. it's because the motive is not to um you know create the content the motive is to be the face of it the motive Mm. is is for attention right so it's like i don't care about the actual dance right i care like i just want to be famous at all costs yeah and like I feel, I feel that's why I feel like the people who create this stuff genuinely it catches on because it is genuinely entertaining it yeah. is genuinely um fun joyful and, and, and energetic like you see like I've seen a yeah. few videos of like the side by sides and mm-hmm. there's just this like energy that just comes from the original creators and them showing the original dance in in yeah. from from their point of view and like so much excitement and energy is there and then so then you see the the watered down version and you're just like this is what we've accepted. And and that's also the harm to our collective culture is when we're like no no I'll wait for I'll wait for big corp version. That was I'll, so shady I mean? the 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 watered down version. I just found that so funny. But I think it's actually that like the creators of those dances they like they didn't care to have their name attached to it no. because it was just for fun. It's when somebody takes that and decides to monetize it and put their face on it without attributing it back mm-hmm. to you like it's like if anyone is going to profit off that if anyone is going to be the face of it it shouldn't be you it should be the person that created it right and yeah. so it's like they're created for fun just to get the community just to contribute to the community it's when that yeah. is sort of positioned as like oh this is my thing or i'm going to be the face of it therein lies the problem because that person's mm-hmm. motive is just 
to use that for fame. It's not to participate in the actual community of content creation. And I'd be pissed too. Yeah. So after the controversy, Jimmy Fallon ended up having the original TikTok creators on his show. Here, Here's an issue that I have with the way he addressed it. Yes, please. On our last show before break, we did a bit with Addison Ray where where she taught me eight viral TikTok dances. Now we recognize that the creators of those dances deserve to have their own spotlight. So right now, some of the creators will join me to talk about how their dance went went viral and then perform the dance themselves. Um, so he ends up talking to some of the creators that he pretty much featured their dances featuring Addison Ray. Um, and he was like, you know, I'm so happy that these creators are ha- able to ha- be highlighted or whatever, like sharing that segment and be like, I'm so happy. I love them. I hope we can all dance soon. You know what I mean? And both of them didn't apologize. Like that's where I'm like waiting for like the words that are so easy to say and to acknowledge. Um, Sorry, Cause I know a lot of people word. were quick yeah, a lot of people are quick to be like, well, you know, like they didn't mean it. And you know, like, it's like you said, it's like a tale as old as time. And it's just getting so boring. Like, it's just getting so boring that people yeah. still do it. And they're just like, oops, I didn't know. I'm like, how do we not know? <laughs> like, how do we not know now? Like every single platform we have has a oh, way yeah, for you to we, tag. Like receipts, you can tag. The receipts are easy Tag them. Tag them. Tag people. I was like, it's so easy. I don't understand. And then you just forgot as soon as you're on TV. Like, mm, I don't think yeah, so. Yeah, we, we, I think Hollywood still needs to work on itself and that, like, forever, it's a forever project hmm. in that they need to stop making people famous just because those people want to be famous. Yeah. I think we need to put the spotlight on the right people. And, like, I've stopped watching award shows, point blank period, yeah. because I feel like they're all pretty much rigged. There's been so much um, in the way of news that has come out about, like, these um, committees and these like boards that people sit on and how people get there's never anything there for somebody's telling me about like oh this other movie about like an old British man and woman living in a period in which you can connect with that I'm like Emily in Paris I need everyone to just listen up for a second while we talk about cultural appropriation and aliens. Okay. Okay. Emily and Perry. Emily and Paris is the most offensive garbage, hot fire, trash show you will ever see. And it has been picked up for a second season when there are like great mm. uh, POC, QPOC um, series on Netflix, on Prime, on Crave that have not been picked mm. up for additional mm. seasons because they were just deemed not to be as important or they didn't have the viewership. Emily in Paris is like, uh, I watched a YouTube video. There's quite a few people who are like, this is the most racist, um, insanely insensitive and rude piece of garbage ever. Like, it's so insulting to French people. It paints them as like monsters. I mean, it's probably like a really, like, I haven't seen it. But let me, let me guess. It's like an amazing commentary of the, and I'm, I'm guessing, like the white American traveler. 
in how they treat yeah, it, every country. It's the country. white American girl who who goes to France to go work there, and then she suddenly inspires the French to stop being so cold hearted, and mm. that Americans do do it right. Uh, you know, they oh, have the like heart. the white savior and, yeah, kind of complex exactly. mixed in there, a little bit of that, but also the um, she's also she's changed. Shallow, if, vapid. No, she's she's yeah. also changed um, because she spent like a like a month there. Yeah, this. <laughs> Shout out Ilaria Baldwin. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it is her life story, essentially. It is. Yeah. It is, And it, it's like, you would see it, and you would think that it's a parody of itself, like it's making fun of itself. It's actually not. It is mm. literally just that. It comes from the creator of Sex in the City. And, you know, like, we need to, like, these fucking directors, man, they are the problem. Yeah. They're, like, same thing with prom, right? Yeah. Like, I, I hate it so much. It's like... You know, for those people who don't know, prom basically stars an all-white, a leading all-white cast. And then the main character, one of the main characters who is a flaming homosexual, who is a like a, I think the drama or the arts teacher, mm-hmm. played by James Corden, who's playing a character of a, of a gay man. It's really upsetting when there oh, are so no, many No, but for also for the people that don't... People, for crumbs, for People roles. who don't know, James Corden isn't gay. Like, yeah, I, I actually thought he was gay because he's been playing. He's, like, been very ambiguous about it. And I think that's been purposeful. You're taking advantage of that ambiguity. That's been pur- yeah, that's what I'm saying. It's purposeful. He has he has been that way so that he can, you know, pretend that he's yeah. like, oh, I'm not going to give, I'm not going to give these jobs up. Dri- driving my karaoke car over to the, <laughs> to this next job. And, you know, this came, so for those of you who have watched Big Mouth, on Netflix, it's the animated series that's about puberty and growing up. <clears throat> yeah. You know, there, there's a tight-knit group of friends that actually created the show. And there's three of them, that which are the leads. And one of the the females who is white, she's she's Jewish, but, you know, white, white-presenting woman. Is this Jen, Jen she, Slater? The voice of the, I, I, I forget her name. It might be her. But she voices, or she did voice the female black character. Um, and then mm-hmm. she she gave up her role, and she allowed a black woman to come in and, and Sorry, play Jenny, the role as... Jenny Slate. Okay. Um, but, but yeah, so she basically stepped back, and she's like, as part of the Black Lives Matter movement and in the space that we're all learning... I'm going to step down from this role and let a black person play it because it is a black character. And then there was all this like uproar from people on the internet that pissed me off. That was like, Oh, this is an overreaction or a way to save face or whatever. I'm like, you know what the problem is? And and no, and one of the arguments that they used was basically that like, Oh, well then if that happens, then like, you know, we should never allow colored people to play white characters. I'm like, no, 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 no. And here's why that's stupid. And here's why that's wrong. Uh A, there are so Like the amount of roles that marginalized people get to play, whether it's queer people or colored people. Yeah. Even females in some um, circumstances, but um, specifically with black people and with queer people, we have such few fucking roles that we get to play. So the ones that are created, let us play them. The market for actors, white, cis, straight actors is huge. Because it's the default of what the, the lead character will the majority of roles are for those people and they 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 can easily slide into those roles like they have which makes sense because if you're a writer and creator you you need to have a you need to have a strong representation in your writer's room but i'm saying if you're if it's a specifically a a small say writing duo Mm -hmm. and maybe it's just like straight white people 
okay, I get it. I get it that your your lead characters are probably straight and white. Got it. And it's which, like, which brings me back to you. So yeah. you know what happened in Emily in Paris? What? They a bunch of white writers wrote an Asian character, and they 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 used her as a vehicle to say heinous things about the Asian community. Oh, like yes, she, that's she, I'm that always happens though. Yeah, there's, it was a, there's always the bit, there's always like the Asian character who like talks shit and is like a little bit racist. <laughs> yeah, and she was basically saying garbage things about the Asian community and like written by white people, so they're just getting all their you know racist um, yeah. things out there through her as a vessel. And same with the sassy black gay character, they just oh, rolled no. that person to one and said, "Oh, we've got it. Emily in Paris is complete." Garbage show, but you know, again, we're just closing in the closing the loop on that whole big mouth thing. I really do appreciate that that actress stepped down and let a black actress come in and play that role. I feel like it's uh-huh. you know we're 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 out here scrambling for bits, right? When it comes to marginalized people, so just let us play those roles. And then for the people that are arguing that like, oh, though we need to let like people, colored people who have been playing white people, um, undo that. No, we don't. No, we don't. Uh-huh. Josh. And all of his white friends are easily, even if they lose an opportunity to to play something, they're gonna fall and trip into a new seven opportunities tomorrow. Yeah. It's it's not it's not gonna be the case that they're gonna miss out on something. Don't worry about them; they'll be totally okay. You know, it's we get so few any roles anyways that it's okay if we are allowed to play roles that are not directly depicting us, so long yeah. as we whatever do it with you know, a certain level of, you know, sensitivity and appreciation or whatever. But mm-hmm. I don't think it works the other way around. I don't think you can flip that and say, well, then equality is this. Yeah. This one really I'm long. ready to leave this planet <laughs> for a new one. Oh like, this gosh. is why we need aliens to come here yeah. now so that we can bond and it, we can bond and fix our problems and hate them for a little while until, you know, we realize that, oh, actually, we're all part of the same uh uh galaxy neighborhood and we have other enemies in other galaxies like yeah or is it or is it that we need a common we need a we need a common enemy to unite the humans first that's how it works you know i i've always hated that on like you know when you work on like projects for your company and you work with an external vendor or a client why does it why do people need hatred to bond like I think. Oh my that's god, you're talking about work so much. I was I was gonna talk about yeah. like war, like in war, like countries that don't want to talk, sh- Same like don't thing. want. <laughs> Vendors. Yeah, yeah, no, I mean, like you know, people like who are like oh, I know, well, I guess teams bonding <laughs> when we have a common enemy. But what it's a like, niche. why do we need a common enemy to bond? We we bond. We come together out of fear and hatred. We don't come together out of love. That's the problem. No. Fucking fix it. Home improvement. <laughs> Yeah. This is tool time. You've been given the tools. Use them. <laughs> Please don't forget to continue to listen to our other episodes if you enjoy what you hear. Even if you hate what you hear, still give the other episodes a chance. And remember to follow us on our social media channels. Yep. Maxine, what are those? What are those? Uh, it's on Instagram. You can find us in on Facebook. Look for uh-huh, at uh-huh. the at symbol. <laughs> If she's my mother's listening, right now she's forgotten. If, my, if my mother's listening, it's the at symbol. <laughs> Have you been crying underscore pod? So that's on mm-hmm. Instagram and on the Facebook. And we can update all of you followers on when our next episodes are released and just fun little things that we like to laugh about on our socials. <laughs> but um, if you if if you're one of those types who leaves reviews on podcasts that you love we'd also love to get some stars some likes or whatever 
where you can show some love. That would be awesome. <laughs> the cake is moist. Yeah, this cake's plenty moist. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs>